If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up? I'm Nina Cocaine. I'm jumping off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Let's get it. To me nice, I ain't never had to beg for a friend. I ain't never in my life asked for a helping hand. I ain't never in my life. Alright, today we got Nina Cocaine jumping off the porch with us today. What's up? How y'all doing? How you doing today, sir? I'm good. How you? I'm chilling, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today. It's a pleasure being here. For sure. So tell me what you out here working on in LM? So I really can't I really flew here to do the off the porch, but I've been just trying to more so promote myself and network while I'm out here because my city is like so small. So for those who don't know, how would you describe life back home in Toledo, Ohio? So like in Toledo, it's like, it's like a regular city, but I say it's like a mini Chicago. Like it's like regular shit. It's like, it's a small town. It's a couple like, it's just regular. It's like a regular city. It ain't too much. It's crime, but it ain't too much. It's just like, it's just a small town. Like, ain't nothing really big going on. It's just like basic, for real. Straight up. How would you describe your childhood coming up? My childhood was cool. Like, I was always, I grew up spoiled. So, I never had to like struggle or nothing like that. I just had like, I had a good childhood. Like some people say like they came from the trenches. I don't lie. I ain't come from the trenches. I always been spoiled. My, I just always had a good childhood. I was like, just a regular kid. Like, I don't know. I always had a good life growing up. It wasn't nothing bad. I ain't never, you know what I'm saying? You know how people deal with shit like, people be going through shit. I never went through nothing bad as a kid. I had like, the perfect lifestyle, for real, for real. Straight up. So how would you describe your personality? So, I got like a lot of personalities. I'm like, a, first off, I'm a Gemini, so I'm a vibe. I got, I be lit sometimes. Some people think I'm mean, but I'm like nice as fuck. I be turned. I could be chill. I do a lot, like a lot of people get me, um, they get, they misunderstand me. Some people think I'm stuck up, but I'm not. I'm just lit. I just like to have fun, and I just know how to attract people. Like, I don't know. Like, I know how to switch it up anywhere I'm at. Like, I could be in a hood. I could be a hood bitch. If I'm, you know, like doing business, I could be professional. I'm just like a jack of all trades, for real. Straight up. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? <laughs> uh, like, I mean, all right, let me see. All my life, I've been 
popular, but I don't really do shit. Like I be chilling. So when you say jump off the porch, like what you mean? Like start doing what exactly? Like when would you say you experience life on its own for yourself? Like just being grown, yeah. just living life. Um, when I start, probably when I turned 21, when I was like 20, 21, I started dealing with like life. Like, cause even up till I was grown, I really ain't deal with like real life shit. I just was like, just living, turn, having fun. But I'm like, I don't know. I guess I just jumped out the porch like two, three years ago. For sure. Whatever. So talk about owning a daycare. <laughs> All right, so I got a daycare. I own a daycare. My mama own a daycare. A couple of my family members do like, my dad made my mom the daycare. So it kind of like um, rubbed off on me, just being around them, watching kids, seeing how they move and stuff. And I opened up a daycare myself and I still do it to this day, but I don't really like post about it or nothing like that. But I got my, my normals, my regular clients and shit like that. So yeah, it's cool. I like it. What would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned so far? Um, the biggest life lesson I learned was trusting everybody. Cause I be thinking that you would think that everybody is like you. So my main thing is don't like, I don't expect too much out of nobody. Like I don't expect this person to be real cause she ain't cut like me. You know what I'm saying? So it just be like, yeah. Another thing I learned is like, I don't really need people, like friends and shit like that. I always thought I did, cause I'm like, I need people to be around me. Cause even when I shoot my music videos, I don't want to be in my videos by myself. I'm like, I need friends, but for real, for real, I really don't need nobody for real. So it's just, I don't know. The biggest lesson I learned was like, you don't need nobody. Don't trust nobody just cause everybody, uh, motherfuckers say they won't switch up. They switch up at any given moment. So it just be simple yeah. shit. What would you say is the biggest obstacle you had to overcome so far in life? Um, the biggest obstacle I had to overcome, I would say, my I, I would say my biggest obstacle was actually feeling like I need. You know how they say everybody needs somebody. My biggest biggest obstacle was feeling like I need somebody. I got over the I got over that thinking like, okay, let me still be cool with this person because I might need that or this person when. I don't like so I just started moving on my own like I feel like I can't take trips because I need people like I don't need nobody I can move on my own so that was my big, biggest obstacle getting over feeling like I need people in my life to do certain things when I really don't for real you know straight up what would you say is the biggest misconception <coughs> people have about you I would say I'm gonna just say more so in my city because that's where I'm most known at Everybody think that I'm stuck up, I'm bougie, I'm this type of person, I'm evil, but I'm not. I'm the biggest sweetheart ever. I love people, I'm a people's person. But I got like a natural mean mug, so you might be like, I ain't speaking to this, I ain't speaking to her, she look mean, but I'm a sweetheart. More so people just think I'm stuck up and I'm not. I'm like, once you get to know me, you talk to me and shit like that, I'll be cool. I'm a cool person. Straight up. When would you say you started making music? All right, so I'm gonna just say this. I wrote 
my first rap when I was like nine. And I used to, I got a notebook and I used to write music. I used to write songs down in my notebook all the time. I wrote my first song when I was nine, but I actually recorded my first song when I was like 14. Actually, no, I probably was like 12. Yeah, I wrote my first, I wrote my first song when I was nine. I recorded my first song when I was like 12 and actually posted it and then leaked it. But yeah, around that age. Straight up. What motivated you to start making music? So, my uncle, I got a, my uncle, his name Roy, he a rapper and when he, uh, he used to stay with us, he used to be in our basement like every day writing music, he walk around the house rapping and shit, and I kind of, he like, I kind of looked up to him for real, and that's what I wanted to be, I wanted to be a rapper, and I was a big social media person, so just me looking at other rappers and female rappers, I don't know, it just made me like, it was just something that I wanted to do, and I knew I could do it, I was kind of talented at a young age, so, it was more so my uncle, though, he like kind of made me like want to do it, because I looked up to him and I just got into it. That's hard. Yeah. So when would you say you decided to take it serious? I would say I started taking, taking it serious like two years ago. I had, um, I used to always rap, all right, look. So when I was like nine, I wrote my first song. When I was like 12, I recorded my first song. And then, um, so about two years, a year, last year, I, I dropped my first mixtape. Mm. And um, like my uncle, he signed to like Master P and shit like that. So I knew where I wanted to be in life and I knew what I wanted to do. So with me knowing that, I really got like connects and shit like that. So I was just thinking like, I'm passing up so many opportunities cause I, I, I really just be lazy for real when it comes to music. I really, I ain't used to be on it as much as I am now. But I started getting certain connects with certain celebrities and I'm like, all right, this is your dream. You need to like push yourself. Like this opportunity might not always be here. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I say like about two years ago, I started going hard in the studio. I had went to um, Cali and I had uh, met with Master P. I met with him. And just being in that type of environment and knowing the lifestyle that I wanted, I was like, like I ended up um, building a bond with him. So knowing the lifestyle that I wanted, I'm like, all right, I gotta take it serious because I'm just not doing shit. Like I'm just, I don't know. So like two years ago, for real, it made me go harder. That's real. So how would you say you got your rap name? Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup, and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. Oh, all right, so look. It was this gang. I wasn't in the gang. It was like a gang in Toledo, adults, and they was all. It was like they was all giving each other nicknames and shit. Like they was nicknaming each other, and the dudes that was in the gang, they was like my brothers. So um, 
I was in the area, I was around, so they was like giving each other nicknames and shit, and I was like, shit, I want a nickname. So my name is Nyjah. So when I told him like, give me a nickname, I, I say I probably was like, I probably was like 12, for real, like 12. And I'm like, shit, I want a nickname too. And uh, they was like, Nina. So it kind of went with my real name. It kind of was like not too different from that. And then I had, um, they started calling me Nina. Like my mom, my dad, everybody, they started calling me Nina. And my favorite color is white. So I was thinking like, like I used to go on YouTube and look up other rap, other rappers. And I'm like, let me make sure ain't nobody else named Nina. So I don't be like stealing nobody name or like that. I looked, I looked around and shit. I ain't seen nobody else with the same name as me, but I seen like a lady, her name was like Nina Ross or some shit like that. So I'm like, I gotta stand out, I gotta be different. And my favorite color was white, so I just added cocaine at the end of my name, like Nina, cocaine, cocaine is white. And it just sounded lit and I just stuck with it and everybody been calling me that since I was a kid, for real. That's hard. Yeah. So what do you feel like brings the best out of you and your music? what brings the best out of me. Like what, like, you know what, honestly, I would say what brings the best out of me in my music is when I see, I would say like when I see like bigger artists and for an example, like if I'm watching the BET Awards or some shit like that and I'm like, I wanna be on this stage. Like I know where I wanna be. So it's like, all right, you gotta go hard, but I don't wanna be a regular rapper. I need I need y'all to know like I got bars. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I be listening to other rappers. So I, be th I be thinking like, how the fuck she think it's some shit to say like that. So I try to think outside the box. So that's what make me, that's what bring the best out of my music. I be just trying to think of shit that people will be like, hold on, let me rewind that. Cause she said what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, basically. So what are your current thoughts on the rap game? Um, my current thoughts, I feel like, I feel like um, being a female, everybody say this, but I really, I really honestly think this. I think being a female rapping and like coming into the industry, I feel like it'd be, I kind of feel like it'd be harder to get your music recognized. So like, I feel like a lot of people in the music game is like um, males. So basically, they're not really listening to your music. They looking at you like in this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a sex appeal type of way. So I be thinking like, they're not really listening to my bars. They might just think I'm cute. So they might, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, I just be thinking like maybe if I was a dude, it probably would be more so, I can't explain what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I just feel like it's harder for women to make it. And if we do, if it's, it's like more so if you like giving off a sex appeal type of look or act. So that's my main thing about it. I don't know. That's real. Yeah. So what would you say is the biggest risk you took for your career that paid off? The biggest risk I took that paid off. Um, what was the biggest risk I took? I don't know. I don't know if I even took no risk. Let me think. Hold on. Let me let me think. Um, I don't know. Okay, so I'm gonna just say this because it's the only thing I could think of. Like, 
I got family and friends and shit, like, so I got, like, certain connects with certain celebrities and shit like that, so my people always be telling me, like, oh, you should, um, you cool with this person, ask them for a feature. I'm not the type of person to ask nobody for no feature because I got too much pride, so I just was like, I don't know, like, I don't be on that. I just be trying to just let shit come natural or just, you know what I'm saying? So my biggest fear is actually, like, DMing a celebrity, and I'm like, Hey, look, can I get a feature? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to look pressed. Like, I'm, I'm not pressed. So my main thing is just, I don't know. That was, that was kind of, when you got a lot of pride, shit like that, asking people for shit, it's like, it just ain't what, I, what I'm into for real. Straight up. I don't know. I ain't into that. So what would you say is the biggest sacrifice you had to make? Sacrifice. That's not the same as the biggest, uh I never, I didn't really sacrifice nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't had to sacrifice nothing. Like, shit. Um, I ain't sacrifice nothing. Shit. I just, I just be doing me for real. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I had to sacrifice nothing for real. For my music. Oh, wait. I say this. Having to deal with criticism. I feel like that's a, like, I really ain't. You know how when, for example, like if somebody started playing my music, my songs right now, I don't be, I don't like that because I don't like criticism. I, I could take it, but it just like kind of really depend on like how a person said, like, oh, I ain't feeling that. I don't like it for real. So I just be like trying to accept the fact that everybody ain't gonna like my music. Everybody ain't gonna be like me. So I don't know. Just, that's just it for real. Straight up. So talk about the inspiration behind your single, Talk To Me Nice. Okay, so look, my song, Talk To Me Nice. So, all right, where I'm from, I'm like, I'm like her. So in my city, it's like a lot of, it's a lot of hate, but I damn near was, I don't know, like, so when my song talked to me nice, I was like talking shit for real. Like I was just was like shit talking, like letting bitches know like this is what it is, like I'm hurt. Like I was just really just talking shit for real. It kind of just, my inspiration came from bitches was sleeping on me. Mm. They were sleeping on me. I was hearing a little side talk. People were saying a little shit like, oh, I heard she was this. I heard she was flat, this, that, and the third. And I'm a real humble person. Everybody who know me, they know. But I think I was being too humble to the point where people was just like, they started sleeping on me. Like they started saying I was broke. They started saying all type of shit because I was just like, the shit that I had, I wasn't really flexing it. Like I don't really, I don't really like to flex, cause I don't. I like to be humble. I don't like to make nobody feel less than themselves or less than me. So when I start hearing people like little side side talks and shit, people was like, just basically acting like I wasn't who I am. And I was just one day I was just in my room and I was like, you know what? These bitches really need to talk to me nice. You know what I'm saying? So I just did that. I just did a song, talk to me nice. I had to let them know why y'all need to talk to me nice. You know what I'm saying? So I had to. I had to touch a couple of facts and shit like that, but that was really what made me, that's really what made me like, everything I said in my song, I was just thinking about all the rumors and shit people were saying to me. So I'm like, let me just put this shit in the song and 
Yeah, just talk to me nice. Like, I don't know. Straight up. What about Big Talking? The video was out now, by the way. Same thing for that. All right, look, so I was talking a lot of shit in there. I was really, like, Big Talking because bitches was sleeping on me. Like, bitches was, like, side talking, talk about what I didn't have, not even knowing what they... I feel like I was being so humble that people felt like I wasn't, I wasn't who I really was. So um, when I try big talking, everything I said in my song is, is facts. Like I ain't lie about nothing. Like from the beginning of the song to the end, I told the truth about everything, how I felt. So I don't know, that song was basically, big talking was basically me just stating facts and like, clearing up all the rumors, like, to let y'all know this, this what it really is type shit, so. That's just what that was about, just clearing up rumors and shit like that. For sure. So what can you tell us about your recent EP, The Beginning? Oh, okay, so that's the name of my first mixtape. I honestly feel like it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's decent or whatever, but I dropped that around March. I dropped my first mixtape and half of the songs that's on there are damn near, damn near like a year old. And I just feel like it was the beginning. That's why I named it the beginning because it's like the beginning. Like basically, this what it is. This what y'all gonna get. It's cool, it's decent, but this only the beginning so it gets better type shit. So I like it. I feel like I was, I was spitting bars and shit like that, but. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's only the beginning. So it's like, just to like wake y'all up a little bit, but y'all can like doze off, but you know what I'm saying? So that's just, that's the reason for my, the name of that mixtape. For sure. So what can you tell us about your grind as an independent artist? My grind? Um, I'm like, I'm a hustler. I mean, my as far as my grind, I um yeah I, I am in me having a certain connects that I do got, and still being an independent artist, I don't ask those certain people for certain things because I just don't like I just want to work on my own and I just want to I like being independent because I really don't need nobody. But I don't know. I'm more so just. I just do shit on my own. I reach out on my own. I don't got no manager. I'm unsigned. So with me being independent, I just do what I know. Like when I do shit, I get people with bigger followings to promote it and just shit like that. So I don't know. I just go away. I go about it the way I know to go about it. I don't know no other way for real. So when it comes to being an independent artist, it's just like, I don't know. You just do whatever works for you and I do whatever works for me, That's basically. Real. So what else are you working on right now? Um, all right, so I got another mixtape I'm at the drop. Okay, I actually got a video, right? I shot a video about a month ago, and 
I'm think I think I'm gonna drop it within like uh, the next week. It's called We Outside with It. I'm gonna drop that, and then I'm gonna drop my mixtape. My next mixtape is called The Recognition. So I'm gonna drop that my mixtape with some songs that I already released, along with some songs that they ain't heard yet. And um, I got a I got a couple songs I I've been working on with a couple of celebrities, but that's what I'm working on as of now. Yeah. That's real. That's about it. Any last words and shout outs? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> got no shout outs. <laughs> I don't get nobody no shout out. I don't got no, no shout out to nobody. What about last words? <laughs> um, no, the last thing I'm going to say is. Talk to her nice. Talk to me nice. Follow me on Instagram at the real Nina Cocaine. You spell it just the way it sounds, the real Nina Cocaine. And y'all bitches better talk to me nice. No, I just playing, but no, for real. That's it. I don't really got no last words. It just is what it is. For sure. Nina Cocaine, we appreciate having you today, love. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Dang. I'm weak. <laughs> Talk to me nice. I ain't never had to beg for a friend. I ain't never in my life asked for a helping hand. I ain't never in my life fucked after one of my friends. Put a little spring in your step with great savings rates from Andrews Federal Credit Union. From now through March 31st, you'll earn 3.75% APY on your savings when you open our three-month Spring Forward Share Certificate. Start with as little as $1,000 and watch it grow. Open your new share certificate at Andrews Federal and spring forward towards your savings goals. Get started now at andrewsfcu.org. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. APY equals annual percentage yield. For eligibility and membership requirements, visit andrewsfcu.org. Do you find yourself wishing you had more energy, healthier habits, or fun family activities? At the YMCA, you can find your passion, find family fun, and find your happy place, all while supporting your community. Join the Y in March with a $0 enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more and to find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.